welcome to the Here for Life podcast series. Here for Life is a social movement for nurses and midwives to show us what they do, not just what we might expect, but the genuine diversity of roles and people within the professions. Nurses and midwives have a huge impact on us as individuals and on society as a whole. In so many ways, they're here for life itself at every stage. In this episode, we hear the amazing story of Jackie, Director, the Royal College of Midwives, RCM, Scotland, and formerly the Head of Midwifery in Argyll and Butte and Professional Midwifery Advisor to the Scottish Government. Here for Life is a campaign delivered in partnership between the Chief Nursing Officers of the UK and Ireland and the RCM Foundation. Don't forget to check out the other inspiring stories in this podcast series. Jackie Lambert. I'm the Head of Midwifery in Argyll and Butte and the Professional Advisor for Midwifery at the Scottish Government. I didn't come into midwifery until I was in my late 20s. I was really interested in women's health and I'd had my own child in Wales and I had a beautiful home birth. But I'd already been interested in women's health and actually women having control over their own bodies and what happens to them and births is a really enabling an important part of your life that can either be wonderful or can be a less positive experience. So for me, the opportunity to be able to be part of that felt amazing. So when I was training, I didn't see the midwifery I was learning. So I saw midwifery that was very much either you were a hospital-based midwife or a community midwife. And the skills I was learning, I didn't see a place where you could actually practice all those skills and really develop across all areas of midwifery. Until I read an article about providing the kind of care that felt right, where they got to know their caseload of women and their family and they provided total care, antenatal, at the birth and afterwards. And I thought, that's how I want to work. So when we were developing services here, it was really important to have people that you could go to or to have connections with people so that you can keep developing the profession. And since then, I've developed about remote and rural education and training and presented on it quite a lot over the years because actually it's an amazing career path, but it needs to be linked into other services. So there's a real importance that it doesn't sit out in isolation but it's making sure that it's absolutely linked in with lots of different networks into other services to maintain good practice and safety. When I have been with women giving birth and they feel absolutely in control of their choice and their experience and don't doubt themselves, is a very different space then you very often get an opportunity to see. And I believe every woman should have that opportunity and every midwife should understand what that relationship feels like. Midwives come in to be midwives because they want to do this job. So they should absolutely have that opportunity to have that relationship. And the maternity services need to be set up where midwives are valued, midwives have structures that support them to practice so that they are then enabled to ensure that those women have that experience that 
influences them for the rest of their lives. So a positive experience goes with you for life. And it's not about always everything being normal or perfect. It's actually about feeling in control and about being part of something and having a voice rather than things happening to you. So for me, that's really key to why I do it. For me, it's about being able to support the development of the career structure for midwives. It's looking at all the things to do with the profession and the development of the profession. And basically ensuring that government have appropriate and up-to-date advice on midwifery that are looking at the health of children, for example, and perinatal mental health and etc. Five minutes in a busy clinic is not the same as being able to provide the kind of care where you're actually bringing all the care around the person that they need rather than pushing them from pillar to post. I would say my greatest achievement was to be able to see my grandson be born 10 miles away from here, at home. I wasn't there as a midwife, but what was really wonderful was to see the impact it had on my daughter-in-law, on my son, and the lasting impact it had on their being parents and feeling that they had their complete choice respected. So I was hugely proud because this was services that we have developed and care that we have developed around here that let that happen. You know, what a pleasure to see your own grandchild being born, for it to be within the community that they lived in, but also that the way we work made that possible. There's something about being within a community where you're part of the community that makes you very much want to provide what the community needs. In a remote and rural service, you're not a specialist. You're a generalist. There's no part of those skills that you want to give up. So actually, in remote and rural, you are an expert generalist. You have to use every aspect of your training across all the parts of what you've learned and you apply them all. So you don't have to sacrifice a part of the job in a way. You get to do the whole lot, which is wonderful, but it's also, it's, it's unpredictable, which makes it interesting and exciting because one day you're providing planned care, but you're always ready to provide for unplanned care. So it's, it challenges you. It's, there's no day that's not interesting or, you know, the same. Very often gets almost oh, well, you can do that because you're remote and rural, or you can do that. And actually, it's not about that. We can do it because we set up structures so that it makes it possible. It's about making sure that it can work, but it's got to be appropriate to different environments, different contexts. So it's about setting services up that fit the local context, but absolutely enable somebody to work to every aspect of their profession. It's about building layers upon layers of networks and every midwife in Argyle and Butte is linked together. It's about making sure that there's so many connections that even if one breaks down, there's other ways that people are connected in and that means that you know that there's a consistent level of care being provided but that is individualised to that woman. We do training together, we do clinical supervision, we review incidents and we learn from feedback from women. It's opening up as many opportunities as possible for people to learn from different situations.
We have a model for practice and that model for practice was developed with every single midwife in Argyll and Butte. We went round and it was iterative until it reflected what every midwife felt that they could own and be part of. So when women said that they really wanted a local service for scanning, for example, and that travelling to Glasgow was really difficult and really expensive and a difficult thing to organise and, you know, lots of reasons why that wasn't great. That gave us the impetus to train some midwives and develop them to be able to develop a sonography service locally. So we have one of the midwives here today is with our first fully trained sonographer and she's developed that service and it's a wonderful service and the feedback for it's really, really positive. She may not have had that opportunity somewhere else, but she's also practices as a midwife as well. So she hasn't had to choose. She gets to, again, undertake the full role. One of the most important things is that if there is a problem with a woman or her newborn baby, or potentially that she's come in and we need to transfer her, that we have really good systems set up for planning that transfer and ensuring that the woman is in the right place for that baby to be born. And so we have Scott Starr, who we would contact, and they're a great team. The relationships that we've built up over the years where we have training in our own sites, they provide training across the remote and rural units, and that has made a huge difference. One, in that they're not expecting us to be a neonatologist or uh, that level of expertise. They're expecting us to be good midwives, able to to use all our skills, but it also has given us the confidence to provide care in situations that we, you know, before you would have thought that's not something we would be able to do here. But because we have, through the use of technology, that you have that person in the room with you, basically, on a screen, talking you through um, a procedure, that then makes it much more possible for you to be confident that actually that you can keep on providing care. Years and years and years ago, we ran a newborn resuscitation training and we ran the training and I said afterwards, that's great, now what do we do? Because actually the reality is once you've resuscitated the baby, it's still two and a half hours down the road. And that was one of the sort of stimulus in terms of developing training that actually was in the pre-transport care. So it's revolutionised the way we can provide care in a remote and rural area. Years and years ago, care was centralised into big hospitals because that was seen as where care could be provided. But now with technology and the way we can work, it spreads out where that care can be provided because that person can be in the room with you. It's just that they're on a screen and that means that the care can become absolutely seamless from here or from an island or from another area of a city into a big unit. So a lot of what we do here has equal application because it can take as long to travel across London as it can to travel from one part of a rural area to the other. So if we apply the way that we work here to other settings, it increases that possibility of how you can provide care close to home, but in a way that's safe and effective and is professional. It's probably as sort of as unusual that I'm, I am the advisor to the Scottish Government and I come from a remote and rural setting, 
but actually it's because of the remote and rural setting that I've had opportunities to develop. I was asked to, to go for that post by the previous chief midwife of Scotland. Um, she approached me and asked if I would apply. There is current policy in Scotland that is very much similar to the model of care that we provide here, where it's that you have relationship-based care close to home and um, that you have good networks and that you have hubs where people work from so that you can access care locally. And we'd already obviously implemented models like that here. And so part of my job is advising on that national implementation of care, but it's also looking at the professional role of a midwife. So it's split between those two areas. In a remote and rural, there isn't space for people not to innovate and not to develop. I do this to be an advocate for midwives so they can be an advocate for women.